0: Welcome to Wholeness, a podcast for women. Explore and connect with your feminine body and discover your wholeness through simple embodied practices and open conversations with women's yoga therapist Kate Payne and women's physiotherapist Taryn Gordon. I'm Taryn.
1: And I'm Kate. And welcome back to another episode of the Wholeness Podcast. And this is our part two of our Sex and Sensuality Podcast episode. And today we are going to deep dive into sex. So if you haven't listened to part one of this sex and sensuality topic, then we highly recommend that you go back and listen to that first because it will set the foundations and the framework and the context for a lot of the discussion that we're going to be having tonight where Taryn will be taking the lead and I will be asking more of the questions. So let's dive in. When you hear the word sex, when you feel into that as a word, meaning, what feels most resonant for you right now? Mm, Great
0: question. And I love that you say what feels most resonant for you right now, because I feel like if you ask me this um, in three hours or a day ago or tomorrow, the answer will change and um, I feel like that is you know um, how we how we view sex and how we um, contemplate and feel about sex changes so uh, so constantly as as women do, we, we're a continual evolution. Uh, but right now, as I feel into what does sex you know what does it bring up or mean for me? I would say it's a it's a connection uh, connection to self, connection to the body, connection to your emotional and energetic uh, being and to the person. Um, and so of course, I'm thinking sex in the context of sex with another person, um, a connection with that person. Um, on an emotional, energetic, um, and physical level as well.
1: Mm. And we spoke a little bit about that idea of how you feel about sex being different, particularly for women, depending on what perhaps stage of their menstrual cycle they are in or even what stage of their life cycle they are in. So perhaps we start there. How does a woman's experience of sex and views on sex shift and change as we evolve through our life cycle? And then when we pause at during those fertile years, let's call them, how it changes and ebbs and flows so significantly through that period of time.
0: Yeah, I I really feel there is two. There's the life cycle phases and then there is the um, internal influences and the external influences um, that are are coming up and around as well. So We touched on little a little bit, you know, around menstruation and how you know sex can feel very physically different um, depending on what phase of your cycle you are in. Uh, but also, you know, I'm thinking back to more of those you know teen and younger years. It's very much like anything with within the woman and the woman's body is so much um, related to her experience. Um, her initiation, um, the conversation that goes around um, sex and sensuality, and so it can feel... You know, for many women, it's something that they feel like they're um, needing to keep up with the other girls with or need to look sexy to, you know, be appealing. Um, How is my body judged and how is my body viewed? Is it good enough? Is the conversations that often go around in our head. um, Some women feeling like they want to um, or feel pressured into participating in sex Whereas other women are more holding on to their sovereignty in that standing really strongly in, no, I'm not just going to have sex just because all of my friends are doing it. Um, So it very much is, you know, what is happening internally how has this woman been initiated? What is the conversation and what is the narrative societally um, in her uh, culture around that as well? Um, and if we move from that to more um, conception, again, it can be very much around You know, the connection, it could be very much around um, the excitement of having sex because we're, you know, sex because we're now thinking about procreation and bringing another soul and um, little person into our life. But that can very much be um, changed by the individual's experience if that, you know, if they're perhaps on an IVF or a fertility journey um, or really feeling like um, they're. Wanting the end result of having a baby, um, and the sex becomes more about the end result of having a baby, and that really changes the dynamic of how we experience and feel about sex. And then, of course, we talked touched on a little bit in the previous episode around how our body is really changing in those phases of pregnancy um and how our experience of sex can change dramatically during that time um and you know the the things that show up around in that time is around for a lot of women in my experience is around the safety of the baby is it okay to have sex right now um what would what, what impact would that have on baby um and then also the narrative that starts to evolve and i see it more so in postnatal women as well around um my husband wants to have sex and i would like to connect with him in that way but i just don't feel like that physically um in my body like some women during pregnancy have really strong libidos and a high sex drive whereas other women feel completely the opposite um and that um that you know internal struggle of i i I want to experience the joy and the connection of sex um and I want my husband to experience and I'm saying husband I mean that's because that's my personal experience i um you know have a husband so um yeah and and then there's that um you know dialogue that happens there, so I think it's very much and I've already said this contextual it's um it's the internal what's happening externally. Um, And what's the societal narrative around that as well? So, and it can really change um, as I contemplate this more and more, just simply on a a day-to-day, moment-to-moment as well of, of course, how we're um, feeling sensually and sexually, but also it's, it's how are we connected energetically and emotionally to our body because it could be, um, that in one moment we're feeling really vibrant and sexy and stimulated and, and you know, um, wanting to have sex and then in the next moment it could be that we um, had something happen that reminded us of a previous experience that brought up some potentially trauma um, that then makes us have a completely different view in that moment of sex Um, And I find it really interesting, and I know I've been talking for a while, but what is really coming up to is how we express or how um, I've observed women express themselves differently, um, depending on their uh, previous experiences, um, where we can almost go in one direction or one of two directions, rather, where if we've had Say, for example, um, a strong impact of societal narratives, culture, um, what I would call a um, not nurturing initiation into um, sex and now sexuality, it can actually really um, propel women into this um, heightened um, activity of sex. And I'm talking from experience of being with women in safe space where we share our experiences of sex where they expressed that sex then became something that felt very disconnected to their body um, and was more of a a way of finding perhaps their self-worth finding their place in their world um, and so disconnecting in a way that is still um, engaging in sex but without that soulful connection versus then I see other women who completely lose their um, interest in sex and don't feel worthy to um, have that connection with someone else. And so it can be really, um, there are so many, of course, varied experiences that we have. But I find that really interesting where we can have Um, those almost two polar um, experiences or expressions of how we've been introduced to sex, what are the um, narratives around the cultural norms. Um, Yeah.
1: Mm. Oh, there's so much there. And it just, again, highlights how individual and unique every woman's experience is and how individual and unique women are in general and we disconnect don't we to feel safe it's it's a it is a mechanism that um you know the body is intelligent in that way it is using this innate intelligence to keep us feeling safe and connected and so to disconnect in that way that you've described is the body really doing its job to keep us to keep us safe. So I wonder when you're speaking about initiation into sex that it would probably be fair to say that most women certainly that you see and and certainly that I've worked with through a different lens of of yoga that that initiation was less than what we would perhaps say is ideal. And it links back to body connection, which we kept circling back to again and again when we were talking about sensuality in part one of this topic. We know that the body connection piece can always be gained and there's always an opportunity to continually connect back into that body wisdom, irrespective of what age we are. Do you believe and what are your thoughts around women being reinitiated into something like sex after they may have already been having sex for decades, perhaps? But is there an opportunity for a sacred initiation for women, the same way that we would work with women to reconnect them with their body? Do you feel and can you talk to that through the lens of sex?
0: Wow, I think that is just of like my whole body says, yes, of course, you know, um we can be reinitiated and uh yeah re- reconnect with sex and sensuality at any phase of our life and of course, as I say that, I feel like there's a huge piece that needs to be spoken to around trauma, and that, of course, um, it it could be easy to get really excited and say, "Yes, we just reinitiate the woman into the experience of mm. sex, and we do this beautiful ceremony or something like that." But we could never disregard um, the residue, the uh hmm I'm, I'm not even sure what the right words are, but the um the impact of trauma and mm. the healing that is um there is certainly an opportunity um for deep healing to be had um and I always am unsure of how I feel about um healing in the sense of I feel like we have such capacity um, to heal from our experiences, but I'm not convinced that we could say to every woman that you could heal 100% from your um, experience and that you would then have a similar experience to a woman who's never experienced trauma. Um, And I'm not not sure of the answer um, on that one. Um, but I do really think that even if we have had experienced trauma and if we've worked um, or moved through um, and found healing from that trauma, um, and then even if we've never experienced what we would verbalise and articulate as having had a traumatic experience, but just a disconnect from sex, a deep shame around sex, um, that certainly, I think this idea of reinitiation, redefining, because we can make up, um, we can create a, our perspective of what we think about anything um, in in this moment, um, and so I think that's a really beautiful um, way that you you actually articulate that to that, and I've never really thought of it, but um, like that in in regards to let's reinitiate
1: mm. but in a very individual way like you say so it would be unfair for us to sit here or for me to ask you what that might look like because it would be so individual and so unique to the woman that, that is sitting in front of you and like you say particularly in the realm of trauma it will look different for every woman and that's where that body connection piece that you continually articulate so beautifully is that a reinitiation really starts right there how are they connecting to their body have they disconnected from their body how safe do they feel in their own physical body based on their experiences and that a reinitiation for many women may may really just start there. How do I regain that connection to my body that perhaps I can recognise because I can consciously remember a time when I had that? Or perhaps some women have never felt like that or there's not a time in their life where they remember having that deep connection and feeling of safety in their body. and. That safety piece is, is an important piece to speak to. So I'd love to dive a little bit more uh, into that, how that changes the experience for someone um, moving through their life and, and adapting and flowing with those changes in hormones and shifts in different phases of their life if they are not feeling safe and perhaps have never felt safe in their body.
0: Mm-hmm. And I think that's such an important piece to bring into the conversation around, one, recognising, do you feel safe? Two, and it's not safe necessarily in the experience of having sex with somebody else. Yes. Often for women, it's, do you feel safe actually going into your body connecting with your body because that can feel very unsure uneasy um, like you said so beautifully at the beginning that it is partly the body's way of protecting ourselves by disconnecting and really I sense that's too the mind's way of suppressing perhaps experiences and things like that by disconnecting and so what would have you feel not safe to have sex, but safe to connect with your body and connect particularly with the feminine body? And when I'm talking about the feminine body in this instance, the um, the feminine body in terms of womb space, vulva, mm. vagina, like the actual anatomical feminine pelvic space in the pelvic bowl And also the energetic space and being with that space emotionally um, and what would have that feel like a very safe and held experience to even just begin to connect with the body. Um, And so, yes, it is like we've come back to so many times in this conversation, um, less about then the, the having the sex component, but more about the body connection component um, redirect me what <laughs> um, <yeah.
1: laughs> so with that with that piece around connection in with the body, I can't really think of a time when that idea of connection with your own body as sort of the first step to then connecting in with another being's body um, through the actual act of sexual intercourse has really ever been part of the broader mainstream narrative. So perhaps, perhaps we could talk a little bit more to that around the narratives that are playing out when it comes to sex for women and how that can greatly impact us as individuals in our experience.
0: Yeah, because when we talk to women around safety of sex and having the experience of sex, I feel like in in my um, experience, my personal experience, and I feel like this is going to be common across the norm of um, the Western world, but one safety was um, sex education at school and the safety component there was STDs and yes. getting pregnant, unplanned pregnancies. So that was the safety. Yeah. Um, and then the uh, safety piece, probably more from a parenting perspective was that feel emotionally safe, feel ready for it, feel um like you're um, physically safe and, yes, Mm. emotionally safe was part of my initiation, but not around feel very safe in your own feminine body and your own feminine existence. And that for me is perhaps like safe to really express yourself, safe to really find out what has you feel pleasured and good It was more around safety of not being harmed, if that makes sense, versus safety of actually learning about your body from a sensual and pleasurable perspective. And from that safe, connected space, that will enhance enjoyment um, and your experience of sex. And that's a huge
1: difference. A huge difference because it's It's how does a woman feel grounded in her own sovereignty to begin with and then can maintain that sense of sovereignty then when she is with another person. And And that's the the piece that that is often missing in in my experience with working with women is that it's the, the piece around being grounded in your own sovereignty first is the missing is the missing piece because you can't be grounded you can't suddenly find your sovereignty through the act with somebody else if it if you can't find it with yourself first and that's that would be the that would be true for the body connection piece as well you're not going to connect in with your body in these profound ways through the act of having sex with someone else if you can't first connect with your body and understand how your body works and things that feel good and things that don't feel good and how you ebb and flow with um, emotions and how things different things resonate in your body and and even just at the, the most simplest level, but yet most profound with the women that you and I work with, that simply allowing a word to arise in the mind and to just sit with what shows up in the body, the physical, the visceral response uh in the body by just perhaps sitting with the word sex and just thinking about okay I'm thinking about the word sex and what's happening in my body is really profound.
0: Totally totally and we after we jumped off our call last time it was like a um, we had a conversation around just that right of like how does it feel that we've said sex 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 so many times in this conversation yeah how does that feel in our in our body and for me like I like how it feels now for me versus how it felt three years ago for me would feel worlds apart um and but it also is then dependent on who I'm talking to and what circumstance um and that's the thing around I mean of course that's about does it feel like a safe space um as well but that observing of what does come up in the body and how does the body respond to that is not um a common practice that perhaps um we as a society um even sit with and observe within ourselves and what also came up for me when I was like, wow, I love these conversations because it brings like so much, you know, clarity and insight to um, what it is we're talking to. But when we talk about the um, the initiation and the talking around safety, it's also a, like how we're taught is about protecting yourself as a woman versus mm actually exploring pleasure and joy in the body as a woman and isn't that such an interesting um like that is so disconnected too from sex and pleasure and why we would be engaging with sex it's not um Mm -hmm. it it shouldn't be that we need to be taught of how to protect ourselves and um I mean, that is the world that we live in. So we're not going to pretend that that doesn't exist. But it's so interesting that we're really now in what we're talking about too, is let's go beyond it being safe and needing to protect ourselves. Let's get to a point in our world where when we're initiating women into sex, it's got nothing to do with, well, not nothing, but let's add to it the pleasure component, the joy component, the, um, like the, what is the purpose of sex? You know, um, it's not just to create babies. It's not, um, just to please another person. It's to experience like all the things that your body can experience the joy and the pleasure. And we've disconnected from that. Um, in our world because we, you know, and we've already talked about that um, around the, you know, joy and pleasure for the sake of joy and pleasure. Um, But our initiation Mm. into this part of our world and our body um, doesn't really um, have that appreciation. Um, Mm. And, yeah, I just find that such an interesting, like it's around how to protect yourself and how to um, keep yourself safe without exploring uh, the pleasure component.
1: Mm. That leads then beautifully into the sexual energy that we can experience that arises from within us and the difference between that sexual energy and the sexual energy then that creates that desire to want to experience or have an experience of that sexual energy with another person. Yes,
0: yes. And it's such a, again, I wouldn't say that they're, like it's like masculine and feminine energy, right? Like they're not separate from one another and they um, have this beautiful complementary interplay. Yeah. But I feel like the... (laughs) That it's it's very much how I see sexual energy and sensual energy is like sensual energy is the foundation for sexual energy. And so sensual is more like a steady, um gentle, fluctuating, but can be very intense in an experience, and mm. then sexual energy is more like a um continually growing, escalating um to a point, but doesn't need to, um you know, it, it just has that different surge is how I would describe mm-hmm. it. But when I sense that arising of sexual energy from within the body, within your own self, it feels more like this is in my embodied experience, personal experience, through those um practices it feels more like an intertwining of the sensual and sexual together. So it's like that really grounded, um, foundational energy with that can like that rise and escalation. And I wonder if that is something that you um, um, resonate with, or if that makes sense. What are your thoughts? Mm-hmm. How would you describe
1: the energy and is it this basic human desire when we strip back all of the emotion um, and we come back to just a functional body-to-body, the way that humans have formed and evolved and this desire, this kind of innate desire to procreate? that if well there really is then this distinct difference between what you're describing as this this beautiful and I I do think about it as the weaving of the masculine and the feminine is this sensual and sexual energy and that this is really the place from which we should be engaging in sexual activity with another Person and exploring our body versus this the sexual energy just on its own which is more that like primitive I need to you know I need to reproduce uh urge I suppose is that
0: and I think like yeah and I can't I don't think we can wrong one or the other because it's as long as it's a conscious choice and it It doesn't feel like it's um what you actually desire and then how you're experiencing sex are two different things if what you actually desire is to have that you know what would i call it like an outlet a um you're having sex just to have that sensation of yeah. um, orgasm, you know, feeling like a rush of energy through your body and that's your intention, then all for you, um, that's, you know, great if that's what yeah. you're claiming and that's what you're consciously yes. choosing yes. versus you actually would desire this beautiful, sensual, soulful connection. And in my experience, this is what women are often desiring but haven't yet found, um, mm. because they haven't had that body connection piece. Um and when we we desire that but we haven't yet been able to experience that, then that's when I'm like, oh that's you know, how can we then find mm. a way of experiencing that um that beautiful uh yeah, interconnectedness, or that that experience, that intention coming to life, um, and so yeah, I feel like um, you know our body is wired for that joy, that bliss, that, um, and I I feel like even though that yes, you know we can have that very primitive procreative, um, just to feel a particular way um, view of sex. Um but at the same time, I really feel like our true essence our, like when we really go back to um when we talk about our essence as human beings, I feel like it's more towards the sensual and sexual energy interplay that gives that soulful connection and that more energetic emotional spiritual experience of sex, but how we've Um, It's almost like, and this is how I see it, um, we have, you know, sex cells. Um, Sex is um, something that we've made desirable, but something that can be that instant gratitude, um, you know, thing. Um, And that's almost how we've made it to be um but really i i sense that our natural nature um and the way that we are as human beings would be more so to that actual connectedness that um sensual and sexual experience that's my thoughts what are you what about i
1: agree i agree i think our natural nature is absolutely that we are we have a, a a desire for bliss that we are—we are certainly wired for bliss, and we have an aversion for um, anything other than that. And mm. in the context of sensuality and sex, we are energetic beings. So we have the physical aspect, but we also very much have this emotional, energetic, intellectual, you know, in yoga, we call them the sheets of the body, the layers of the body, the koshas, um, you know, and then we have, you know, I mean, the energy, when you look at the subtle body, you know, it, it's it's a rabbit hole of just, you know, information there. and. Having done so much work with the energy body, I absolutely sense that that the experience of sex is something that we all innately know what it feels like, even if we can't remember a time. It's like the body knows what it feels like. It may just not have experienced it yet um, in this lifetime and it may have or, or there may just not be a time when you remember it but that the body is is wired in that way so there's not that's not there's nothing wrong with you as a woman if you don't feel like that um, but there's also this comfort I suppose in a way that you have the capacity to feel like that 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 your body is not wrong that your experience have not have not been wrong um and that you know you you do deserve and you are innately um able to have those experiences but that we feel wronged for wanting that it's like that intuition piece for women is like no this is available to you
0: Mm -hmm.
1: this is available to you even though the narrative that we might be seeing is something quite different around sex being you know sold in a certain way and so when women see that it's easy for women to wrong their bodies to wrong their experiences to wrong their stories and thoughts around sex, when the whole time what might be playing out is this this intuition piece arising from within saying, no, this is available to you. You are supposed to feel like this. You're not wrong for wanting it to feel like this. That's my sense of of the interconnectedness between the sensual and the sexual um it almost feels like the sensual energy could really be that feminine shakti essence and that the sexual energy could be um, more of that masculine energy coming in and they so beautifully interweave together to create these experiences for us here um you know i really believe and certainly in In the yogic tradition, we believe that we are here to very much have that human experience, otherwise we would remain in consciousness, right you would just live you know, live your life out in bliss in yeah in yeah. consciousness, but to come into the human human form is to come with the human experience and that this is part of the human experience, getting to know. How consciousness continually unfolds on itself, how it's continually viewing itself through the lens of the human experience.
0: And what that, you know, that beautiful uh, weaving of the two energies really brings me back to thinking on a very practical level when we're talking to women about you know it's almost like this empowered sex and how sex could Mm -hmm. feel for women we still very much focus on the orgasm and you know um how and but but more like let's think about sex being pleasurable not just about the orgasm piece. Um, and I feel like, um, in, in worlds where I am exposed in, you know, when in social media, for example, or different courses that I see available for women around sexuality is really about finding the orgasm. Um, and that's the piece that's sold and, Um, Going back again now to the body connection piece, I feel like that's the missing element in so many ways. And that's the missing element of that beautiful blend of that sensual and sexual energy Um, and that wronging of, well, if you can't have an orgasm during sex, then something's wrong with your body. And, you know, even myself, I've talked around, you know, pain with sex, for example, is not something that you need to accept and put up with. Um, and certainly I'm all for the exploration of how can you experience a powerful orgasm during sex. But I feel like um selling selling that part is almost a disservice to us as as women as well, because uh, there's just there's more to the experience and what you're talking of to here is that intuitive sensing that there is more to it than just the physical act and the physical experience and yes that's immense and intense joy and pleasure within the body but there is the emotional and um, the energetic piece as well which for me um is what when we're really able to be within our body and in our body um, is to feel safe, to be coming into the body emotionally and energetically, not just physically, because we can very much have a physical interaction and, you know, have a have, have an orgasm be the end point of the sex yeah. experience and still be not deeply in our body, we can still be very much in our minds and thinking of, like, I wonder how I look and how's my husband or partner experiencing this. And, um, you know, very much in the head, what's my next move that I'm going to make? And, uh, you know, yes. what, versus when we really come into the body in an energetic and emotional way and physical, it's more that presence, that pure presence of moving and having that um more sensual and sexual experience at the same time. Yeah.
1: Yes. It's like we've been sold the end result. The same way that we see in yoga being sold the end pose. Yes. Right. And and how we really have to be in the experience and the journey whether we arrive at that peak pose or that orgasm, it's what's experienced along you know the process towards towards that, but not getting stuck on that being the end and only result um, that's available to us and that we would deem as uh, needed to feel satisfied or with the with the experience but that's also not to say that we're sitting here and saying that women should uh if they're not experiencing um orgasm that we're sitting here saying well you know you should just not worry about that because that's you know that's like think that's you know the end result and let's not worry about that because certainly if that's something that you're looking to experience and you're conscious about that desire for that then absolutely that is warranted and um so that's a something just to mention
0: yeah absolutely like I, I for myself think that's an important part of yes. sex you know um but I feel like we can focus so heavily on that piece without it then becoming back to, well, that piece isn't going to happen um, or maybe it is, um, but without that embodied um, connectedness or it might feel just a little bit empty because it's just experienced on a physical level. And if that's Mm. what you're looking for, then that's absolutely okay as well. Um but it's really about okay, well what and when I sit with women in my experience, when we think about what are we wanting to experience from sex, there is this more than um, just the physical act. Um, and certainly, I mean, we could talk for a long, long time around pain with sex and um, women who don't experience orgasm, and that that is what they're they're looking for. Um, but often, um yes, there's physical components of addressing that and looking at the pelvic floor muscles um, and the you know sensation and that sort of thing but the more and more I've dived into um, that this kind of work that I have with women is that it's addressing um, all of that on a physical and energetic and emotional level um, altogether that, can then change the experience of sex. So often women have come to me, for example, with painful with sex or a disinterest in sex and coming from a very physical, like what do I do physically to change yeah. how my body is so that I can have a different experience? And yes, there are physical things that might need to be addressed, but without the emotional and energetic uh components then we again have missed much of the puzzle and so they're ending up with you know having gone to physio sessions after physio and still have not changed how they experience sex because there's so many different components of the puzzle um, and it's those pieces that we're missing um, so yeah I think it's you know the awareness of the whole body is mm. so important. Um and how and, and asking like if it's important to you, what would you like to experience and how would you like to this to feel in your body and looking from more than just a physical lens. And so even throughout this whole piece as we talk about connecting to the body, I think the reminder too that we're not talking about the body in its physical existence, its physical form only. We're talking about the whole body.
1: Yes, and the whole woman. Yes. (laughs) Because we know how impactful what you think and how you think and what your stories are and your narratives are around things, how impactful that is on your physical body and what manifests in your physical body so with that in mind how do we open up this conversation for women around sex and how do we make it part of the narrative when we are speaking about the whole woman
0: well we start with this podcast (laughs) um and and it is accessing you know um safe spaces um and and just simply generating the conversation but generating conversation from a place of deep truth and i feel like when we talk about you know opening the conversations around women's bodies and sex um it can sit at a very superficial level, this conversation, like even if when we are willing to open it up amongst, Mm. you know, friends, for example, it can very much sit on this, uh, you know, what's your sex life like? It's how many times a week would you have sex? Um, Do you have an orgasm? Um, Are you, you know, what's your libido like? And it still sits on that very superficial level even if we're willing to have that conversation yeah and so I think a conversation from a place of deep truth is more around the ask better questions yes the conversation of how, how do you experience sex and how would you like to experience sex what does it feel like to you and really have it more as a curiosity rather than a um comparison, piece and I think what it really takes to is being open to to what feels safe and what you know feels are you how are you willing to be vulnerable with yourself and who do you feel willing to be vulnerable with? Um, and letting that journey unfold because certainly for myself I would not be speaking in this way three years ago around sex I would have Mm. never thought we would be sitting here having this depth of conversation about sex Um, but if we just simply open to where we are at in the conversation like just starting there um and, for, and being really honest with ourselves, too, around, you know, there are certain conversations for me that, yes, they're about sex and they suggest that they're about intimacy and sensuality and things like that, where I'm just like, no, this really is not a conversation that I'm willing to have in the sense that it doesn't feel resonant to me. And it could be that I'm not ready to have that conversation or it could be that it's just not in my DNA to have that type of um view um on on sex and that way of talking about it. But I'm really honest with myself and going, oh, I'm I'm curious, I'm open, no, that's not for me, and then moving on to what does feel more like for me. Um mm.
1: what do you think? Mm. my sense is that the conversation is best started with the self Mm -hmm. because the same way that we talk about body connection starting with yourself before you then connect with another body so things like you've already mentioned how does but asking yourself the question so before we Absolutely. even open up the conversation to other to have it with other people that we've already had the conversation with ourselves mm-hmm. around how does sex feel for me how do I want sex to feel how safe do I feel in my body generally how safe do I then feel in my body during sex or in relation to sex um I know you've spoken about things like how do I communicate with my partner about sex? Is there an open dialogue and conversation there? And I know lots of these questions are in your book as well um, that will be published. And I think all of these questions, and that's why your book will be such a beautiful resource because it really is inviting the conversation to start with the individual woman and then once that woman feels safe and sovereign in her responses from herself that then that's the opportunity to have that open conversation with other people the same way that I would always encourage any of the teachers who train with me to teach yoga that they have an embodied dedicated self practice First, and then teach from that place and I feel like in this conversation that's that's where we've sort of landed or arrived where women start the conversation with themselves perhaps they've never even had conversations never even had this level of self-inquiry around this topic and then that offers a platform or a foundation to open it up to conversation with friends or family or broader public
0: yeah totally a a thousand percent agree on that it starts always with the self um journey inward and then outward from there and um the embodied yeah embodied practice and the embodied um experience like we we can't talk to our experience unless we become curious about our experience and we can't expect it to uh transition or change from how it currently is until we become curious for ourselves about it so certainly starting the conversation and the questions for yourself is the most perfect place to start and always to come back to as well because as we continually grow and evolve and change um how we sense and what we sense and then what we feel is uh available to us changes and evolves as well so that continual check-in with the body and with the self wow what a great conversation um and thank you for uh allowing Um, Me to kind of, you know, take the lead. Even though I don't feel like I'm an expert on this subject um, by any sense of the imagination, but I, um, I certainly have had this evolving curiosity, and it's really a part of my work now. Where uh, it's like the next chapter is being opened up to to me speaking more and more openly um about this and gaining more clarity so that I can share um, more about women's sexuality and sensuality. So thank you for your beautiful questions um, and for having this conversation with me and for like I'm just excited to get this um, you know conversation evolving and happening with women because like we've seen, there is so much here. Um, in this conversation so much so that we've had to do it over two parts but I feel like we could you know you can you could have a whole um podcast series dedicated of course to sex and sensuality alone um but it's just one aspect that makes up the wholeness of a woman so here we are
1: and what a amazing place to be yeah
0: Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Wholeness Podcast. We invite you to look at the show notes where you'll find reflective questions and links to practices that accompany this episode. Join our community on Instagram by searching Wholeness Podcast, all one word, and join the Embodied Woman Club, spelt W-O-M-B-A-N, on Clubhouse, where we invite you to share in real-time, multidimensional conversations about women's health matters.